Welcome to Every Album Ever with Mike and Alex. My name is Michael Mansour, and I'm joined, as always, by my patient, lovely, wonderful co-host, Alexander Volch. Say hello. There we go. There we go again. Again. <laughs> this is Every Album Ever, the podcast where we listen to every single album in the world, one artist at a time. That's a new discography, even baby short ones like this episode, every episode. And today, we'll be discussing every album by... The Laws. The Laws. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Requested on Patreon. Patreon request by Scott. Scott's our old buddy. First, he requested The Clash. Check that episode out. It's very long and yes. awesome. And I don't like The Clash. I'm kidding. I like The Clash. You don't like The Clash that much. Yeah, I came out lukewarm. I thought I I don't like reggae. I like The Clash. Uh, and he also requested The Chameleons, which honestly... I like a lot more than The Clash. I'm already starting this episode off with very unpopular opinions, but I mm-hmm. did like the, the chameleons quite a bit. So thank you so much, Scott, for patronizing and fucking supporting and being rad. And uh, he has a few other requests. Um, I chose this one first because it's short. It's one album. And we need we have a big one that we're about to start mm-hmm. that everyone has already seen because it came out last week. But uh, it's just for time's sake. But we're going to get to some of his other requests that I'm excited, very excited for. Nice. Uh, but this is... The laws, the laws, the laws, the laws. Oh, never heard them, I thought. And then I, I realized that I had heard them. And the world has heard them the, a lot. A lot. Um, oh, boy. Yeah, I. Well, OK, so from what I understand, when uh, we were like, uh, we were like, man, we we should start doing one album bands. So I look I looked up like, you know, greatest, greatest, like one off albums. Yeah. And this is considered a very important album yeah. for I, I for some reason I don't get it I don't get it I think this is a perfect album I fu- yeah. I'm not kidding I fucking I can't believe you don't like it I'm like outraged already right this is I'm I'm gonna keep this album forever I'm so I love this fucking album I'm I, just waiting for you you know how to many, tell me you're fucking I am me. not you know I you know we have a rule that we we generally listen to every album two times. Mm-hmm. I have no idea how many times I listen to this. I listen, uh, I went I listened to the fucking deluxe edition, all the, the the outtakes and all the different versions. I listened to all of those. I fucking get it, dude. I was not. <laughs> I I feel like I just woke up from a nap right now with that statement. Like I need to like ground myself a little. Like. I can't get a grasp of my surroundings. I can't even grasp that someone could not enjoy this thing. It's a so fucking brilliantly written, uh, performed like a beast. You hear like it's one album, but hearing these songs, you oh look, these guys have been together forever. Yeah, yeah. You hear the chemistry. You hear how fucking tight they are. It's incredible. I don't know how you could you not like Because they were together forever. I know, I know. I learned that Uh, afterward. Yeah. Oh man, I feel like I'm in a dream. Jesus, like. (laughs) Usually I'm like prepared to, you know, if there's like disagreements, they're like within the like, okay, I can see that this is, I think I need a sip of water. (laughs) Please, please. At at most, at most, I was expecting like lukewarm, lukewarm. Oh no. Oh no. So by the first song, I was already like, "Oh, I okay. This is this is I get this is very satisfying. I get I I'm already getting something here." Second, I'm like, "Okay, I don't like the riffs are fairly generic. Like they're not the most interesting riffs, but like, but the the way they're taking the riffs into different places, like that's smart. That's like that's not normal. People don't regular ass bands don't do that." By like the, halfway through the album, I was like, "This is no, you can't make this album bad for me at this point." I was already so on board, and by the end of it, I just kept putting it on over and over again. Like, oh. I fucking love it. And here's, everyone has heard 
the there song. She, there she goes. That I and he, I hate that song. I hate do you like it now? No, I don't like it now. But, but it's so perfect. Huh? <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. So everyone has heard it from, you sent me the video and I had no idea why you said, I, I watched the videos like, why the fuck did Alex send me a, com- a commercial for, what is it, like birth control medication? Yeah, like a plan B type, yeah. And and I was listening to it, I was like, oh, I remember seeing this on, on TV. Like, why the fuck would he say it? I was like, oh, I hate this song. Why the fuck would he say it? And it, it took me a full day. It took me a full day because I had started the, the album. Oh, shit. Okay. Like, so when I finally went to the album, I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. No. I was so fucking terrified. So when the song came on on the album, then yeah. I realized, like, oh, that was a cover on the commercials. And this version is better. It's not like a different song, but it's better. Yeah. And there's like a subtle changes that, or subtle, subtle things that the cover changed that ruined the song. Mm-hmm. I don't like the song now, but I get it. And it fits in with the context. It's two minutes. I fucking don't care. And uh, it, after the, everything surrounding it is perfect. Yeah. It's perfect, Alex. Man. <laughs> All right, also, now your turn. Uh, also, <laughs> shout out to Connie because uh, that song came on and then uh, we were texting and I was like, I never I never thought we'd be covering this song, but Neither it's, it's going to happen. And she's like, yeah, I always think about like abortions when I hear that song. I'm like, and I love those two. This is a great <laughs> album for everybody. I was like, what? I lo- like, I know that was like in almost every late 90s, maybe even early 90s movie. Um I'm like, what one are you talking about? She's like, it was like a commercial, and she like went through like oh, the commercial geez. archives and oh my god, and found that. And then I assumed you you would have listened to it by then. I know. I, I that's even to, better. Yeah, even better that you watched. We we should put a link to the commercial. Oh, we, you will. You, you, there will be a link to the commercial in the description for YouTube. Uh, but. So should should we intro this thing or? Well, we didn't even start on talking about the band yet. We're no, about, yeah. Like how, already we're complete opposite ends of the spectrum. Yeah, yeah. Complete positive, negative. Um, yeah, they are from. I think also. Like, oh, they're from uh, Liverpool. Yes, Liverpool. For some reason, they formed in 1983. Like they did. Holy shit! And um. Uh, original member Mike Badger, which is a funny name because Badger, and then uh, they'd bring in Mr. Lee Mavers on rhythm guitar. Yep, and he would find his way to the front of the band and uh, eventually just writing everything, writing everything, yep. and then uh, John Power, not Powers, John Power, Power, it's even better on bass in '83, uh, or sorry, '86. A lot of numbers going on here. So, so the the most amazing thing about this band is that they have one album, obviously very well regarded. The, clearly, they I, went through a lot of shit to make that one album. The amount of members, insane, unbelievable. Let's, you know what? I'm, keep talking about the band. I'm going to count them. Okay, yeah, I didn't. Even, the I the two most important ones are Mavers and Power. That's I'm like beyond that. Fuck everyone else in this band. I may or may not bring their name up. Um, so yes, they signed a go go disc in '87. Uh, first single put out, "Way Out," which is on the album. Yeah, 
Um, no source for it, but allegedly praised by Morsi. Uh, I mean, it, that is the most believable. You don't even need a source for that. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. I think he's like, what's for me? Like, <laughs> and then, and then surprise, another surprise in this band's history. There she goes was originally released in 1988 and it failed to chart. Imagine a world where this song fucking fails to chart. Well, they would have found something equally uh, fitting for Plan B pills on a commercial. I, I feel like I feel like that song's pretty perfect. Um, it is perfect for that. Uh, by the way, uh, I hope I didn't miscount. I probably did because I did fast. 26 members total. One album, 26 <laughs> members in and out. This is one e- of them's name is James Joyce, which is kind of funny. <laughs> that is funny. Um, this isn't even like a Slipknot or an Arcade Fire type band where you have like twenty people in it at no, one time. No, just simple <laughs> four piece looks like or three piece, maybe five on a good day. Yeah, this is that's a lot. Holy balls, man! Uh, so now we get into the nitty gritty. They spent two years recording and re-recording this album. With a revolving door of musicians and producers with only Mavers and Powers being the consistent two. Overall, 12 sessions. 12 sessions. The producers range from John Porter, who worked with the Smiths and Brian Ferry. Then John Leckie, who worked with Ecstasy, T-Rex, Public Image Limited, as well as so many bands. This guy... A lot of bands that people are expecting us to cover pretty soon, actually. He's, we're hoping we'll cover. This producer's had a very, like, prolific career. I Like, I stopped reading at a certain point. Yeah. He's like a workhorse. And then Mike Hedges was another producer who worked with The Cure and Susie and the Banshees. And then uh, maybe I would... Uh, no, fuck it. He's here. I kind of dig some of these songs I went... Uh, and checked out the Mike Hedges. Oh yeah, I kind of, I kind of dig it, and it's, it's cool. They have all these different versions because if you listen yeah. to some songs like back to back to back, you can see how all these different people viewed yep. this band very, yep. very differently. It's insane. Listening to uh, the deluxe stuff and all the outtakes and all the other versions, it's very, very good for a, a historical or a historian type of type of point of view because, yeah, like. You get, yeah, I've heard the same song a million different ways in 80s. Man, it's like production really fucking matters, man. It does. It does. It's funny because like the Mike Hedges stuff is very, it is like darker. You totally get why he's like worked with The Cure and Susie. Um, Like grittier too. uh, Eventually, Steve Lillywhite and Bob Andrews would end up with the production credits. Um, I feel like this is the most like fact by fact groundwork I've like laid down. Right, right. I mean, it is one very important. It's very long. Yeah. It's very long yeah. groundwork to get here. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't even think they like Steve Lillywhite. I think it was this kind of like the label was like, Fuck it. We need, we're not going to pull these names here. It's just, uh, yeah. How, how much fucking manpower, millions of dollars and time. And I think they're this like, fuck it. And I, I, I will say worth it. Totally worth it. Goddamn. To- totally fucking worth it. <laughs> let's get, let's get into it. You ready? Yeah. Let me, let me cue this up after. Oh boy. 
So here we go, everybody. And there she goes. That's stupid. That was a bad joke. S is oh. every, uh, 1990s, the laws. I thought we were getting like a 90s band. We are not. This is. It's like. It's very 60s influence. Extremely 60s influence. Yes, and I think. Ultimately, that's one of the factors why I don't like it because. You don't like 60s? You don't like 60s? I, I do, but like. Not specifically this song, but a lot of stuff I'm like, you're just like a Beatles Who tribute band. Not even fucking, ooh, ooh. I'm gonna punch <laughs> Alex right now. <laughs> this song is beautiful. It does, I think this song does exactly what an opener should. It lays the groundwork, it's simple, it's super fucking short. It's like less than two minutes. Mm-hmm. Most of the songs are short except for the last song. Another thing I want to talk about at some point. He's I, I don't know if I like that woodblock. That woodblock is really working for me. That woodblock fucking makes the song. It, that's the thing. That's what I mean about, about the production. So, uh, you take that woodblock out of there, and this is coming from someone who doesn't even really like the band. You take that woodblock out of there, that song's nothing. Then that means nothing if you don't like the band. <laughs> I think you take the woodblock out, it's fine. But I still like the woodblock and the way they do instrumentation here. Uh, I, even though having heard all of the other versions, mm-hmm. th- as a whole package, this is fucking unmatched. Like yeah, the you, way- are, you agree with the, the version that was... Totally. Yeah. The way everything just ends up coming across, like, so songs like that are a g- good example. What's another uh, really good example? Where is it? Where is it? Uh, Doldrum is another good example. Where... The, everything in production feels like it carved out space for the next instrument. Mm. Like, so uh, there will be, um, let's say the guitar, the guitar line is not, they're not hanging on chords. It's very staccato. Mm-hmm. In between, in the silences, you'll hear a percussive instrument. Like a woodblock. Exactly. Yeah. So there's always something filling up the space that another instrument leaves. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it creates this very wide, like surround sound almost kind of production, even though it's it's not... There's not a million people on these songs, but mm. it does feel way bigger. So I think just from a production standpoint, it's kind of fucking brilliant, even though these are simple ass songs. Yeah. But how do you hear I can't sleep and not think of the who? Uh, because it's way better than the fucking who. <laughs> I don't even <laughs> care for the who that much. Tommy's great. Everybody likes Tommy, but yeah. that song is fucking awesome. I love it. The thing is, I can't sleep was like the, I thought I had them pegged already. I was like, all right. So like simple riffs. And then I was like, hey, they're still elaborating. It's still very smart songwriting, but it's very simple. And then at a certain point, I'm like, oh, these are, there, there's a lot of diversity here. Mm. You get like the, the wimpy, ni- wimpy, but nice timeless melody. Uh, that song was interesting to me because it uh, kind of like, you think you're getting kind of like a Smith song, but it like ebbs and flows and it has like, 90s alt rock elements and then even you know some beatles elements there are definitely beatles elements and all the beatles elements are early beatles elements which oh yeah like like uh yeah meet meet the beatles please yeah 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 i was gonna say please to meet me that's the replacements whatever um fucking um twist and shout yeah yeah so i think liberty ship is is like it's a little bluesy, but it's very the vocal harmonies are extremely Beatlesy, very fucking cool. Um, 
I, I that was the song. I was like, okay, I'm on board. I'm I'm fully on board at this yeah. point. Liberty Ship was the one. I was like, all right, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. I'm, I already like it. That was the song where I was like, how many times are you going to go to that who well and and take water it, out it of there? Works. Who cares? It's better than the fucking who. Uh, it's not. It totally is. Uh, I really don't care for the who that much though. Um, actually, the one thing about Liberty Ship. That's the out of every song here. That one has like this weirdly muffled production compared mm. to every other song. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, they clearly, should, given the the history of it, it makes like all clearly. They should spend five years George Lucas sing a special edition version of this album. I disagree. It's perfect the way it is. <laughs> uh, and then obviously there she goes is literal commercial music. <laughs> literal that, commercial music. That song. <laughs> I want to know how many people picked up this album and were like disappointed. Couldn't have I, been. They couldn't have been because that song is the weakest in a, a sea of great songs. But that song is why they picked it up. Yeah. And I'm saying like that is it's not that song is not that different than the rest of them. Yeah. But it's just not as good. So I think I don't think anybody was disappointed from, from buying this album for, I, for that song. I feel like it's kind of misleading. Like it's misleading in a good way because like I think even though I don't like giving uh, the masses any kind of credit, I think you're giving not enough credit to the accessibility of these songs. It's just, these are oh, they're very, sh- they're sh- it's short, extremely digestible. Yeah. And even though there is some complexity, it's never alienating. It's always very, you never, you're never confused at what's happening. No, no. Yeah. Um, go, go, go ahead. I was already. Oh there. yeah. I've, what the hell was that? Yeah. That, I don't know. I was just like listening to this album. I thought it was, you know, I read the the like some of the hype for it. You know, it's one of the greatest one-off albums ever. And Smart then, people. yeah, I thought I was getting like '90s alternative. I'm like, that's not what I'm getting. No. And then I'm like, okay, so it's like some sort of '60s '70s throwback thing. Okay. And then, what the fuck? Yeah, I was not expecting that song in the the slightest. Oh yeah, not neither was I. But the same way I wasn't expecting shit like Freedom Song, which is like a novelty Russian jig song. I yeah. love it. I love it. I, yeah. I adore that bullshit. And even then, still very like 60s, 70s. Kind of. I mean, there's a lot of 60s influence, but it feels so in entwined with the 80s-ness, which is why mm. it feels so unique and fresh. Like everything about these songs feels unique. It's like there are 60s fans who lived in the 80s. That's exactly what they were, and that's exactly what this album ends up coming out as. Yeah. Also, this living living in Liverpool, I'm sure, you know, it's hard to escape it. Oh, the Beatles-ness? Yeah. Yeah, now I have family in Liverpool, and I was talking to my cousin about that, and it's like him, him talking to my cousin my brother about that, like, there's not that many people from Liverpool. Like, I think people think Elvis Costello is from Liverpool. I don't think he's not, though. I thought, why did I... Th- Thing. It's one of those things. Yeah. I think it might be a Mandela effect. Maybe he is, and I just misremembered hearing that. I'm gonna double check as we say, but I don't think he is. Um, but yeah, like I, I didn't, I never heard no one brought these guys up. <laughs> like, you think they would, you know? Uh, well, there's 20 of them, so like, I was reading about like you know side projects and bands that spawned out of this, and yeah. at a certain point, I got exhausted, and I was like, I don't know who any of these bands are, so. uh I'm this. I'm gonna leave it at that. Uh, Castello's from London, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I. It's weird that I. The world is so familiar with these guys, but not really. <laughs> yeah, that one song, and then who the someone covered it too, and then I think it was featured in "She's All That." 
whoever fucking covered it on that commercial, I want to kick him the fucking ovaries, dude, because it was a girl singing. But like, it's a whore, it's a worse version. I mean, it's made for like the commercial, right? Like, I don't. Th- it could have been, but you never know. Sometimes, sometimes it's already out there. Sometimes they commission the, it. There's a man. I fucking can't think of it. Speaking of, uh, there's like another song similar to that where. I like have like the lady vocals in my head from like a cover song, but it's like actually like dudes originally. Yeah, this this one it's like even this he, version. He, he does have like he, falsetto. He does do a yeah. falsetto, so it's not like it's that different. No, no, it's <laughs> vocally. Not. It's just little things in the production, like just like again the interpretation, the the the, the spacing between instruments is. It makes it it makes a, an actual fucking difference. Like mm-hmm. it makes me enjoy a thing more than I. What otherwise? Yeah, uh, I, I think uh, it's like there's actually the slight changes to the actual bass lines, uh, or in this version too, like mm-hmm. things that are more interesting, minor, but still. I uh, I looked them up performing on Letterman, and they are the most normal looking guys I've ever seen. And like, they gotta be. They gotta. You be. you would never expect that two of these guys are a psychopath, and the other three are on their way out the door. Wait, who's who's psychopath? <laughs> Oh, I'm just assuming going through that many. I said no, uh, no, because uh, I, I would do the same thing if uh, if something wasn't working and you had a vision for it, and the people aren't doing their job right, you gotta fucking find someone new. Proving my point, you're a psychopath. I am a psychopath. <laughs> I've I've totally fired people. Like I'm just doing it myself. I, like, <laughs> I think you and uh, what's what's his fucking Lee, name? Lee Mavens. Yeah, I think you guys are just kindred spirits, and that's why you, you maybe. Re- yeah, that's why you respect this so much. Mavers, I said Mavens. Uh, <laughs> maybe, but also I just appreciate like a, a well constructed song that doesn't go out of it. Like here's another thing that I, I really love about this every fucking song on here is that and, and about the album. Even from a like a white uh you know wider greater perspective, is that I don't want a second album. I don't want any kind of reunion. I don't want other EPs. This feels like they spent years writing these songs mm-hmm. and getting them to to the point where they they finally came together. They finally found the right like everything kind of came together for this one collection of twelve songs. And that's it. Yeah. Like, I don't want to hear more songs like this. Yeah. These ones just work. Yeah. It's a perfect contained unit of an album that can exist only unto itself. You know, it's funny, and I'm sure it exists if, like, all the cast-offs, like, started their own bands. Uh-huh. All 26 of them? Or no, you just I have... Know, the main ones, yeah. yeah or, or you just have, like, three or four bands that were four. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if they all sounded like this, I, I wouldn't listen to any of them probably. No, yeah. it's not that I don't like the style. It's just like, there's something, it's like a, I, I'm not going to say lightning in a bottle. I'm not going to say lightning in a bottle, but there's like a certain chemistry that comes together for one moment. Well, I was going to say lightning in a bottle would imply. Oh, that you can do it repeatedly. Or no, that it, you know, happened, you know, they came together this once, but this is the product no, 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 of, no, of years and years. No, I know that, but I'm saying the, the, the final result. Is, okay. is, is the lighting like yeah. the fact that they're done and they have this one piece of you know history to that's what they were even though yeah. it, I, that's the thing with like crazy crazy uh you know production histories and how how albums end up coming out uh what what you got is what you got in the end like mm-hmm. no matter wh- how long it took to get there like i heard my brother told me recently that it took like i, I maybe i don't know if it was a year or two years 
for the artwork for Earth AD from the Misfits to finally get finished. Really? That's why, it, like, that's why it came out in 83. Like, they're already pretty much breaking up. Yeah. But it's because they're waiting on the artwork. So it's like... I that, guess that kind of makes sense before, like, computers and... Yeah, yeah, totally. And then, well, to be fair, my, my artwork is coming very slowly as well. Yes. But uh, that's the thing, like, that if you if you take away that aspect, like, oh, that album should have came out in 81 or 82. Like, that's a whole different... That's a world apart in, yeah. in, that, in that scene. But what we got was the very last, like tailing on the end of a lot of hardcore scenes in 83 mm-hmm. with this giant Misfits album where they went nuts. So I, I like that aspect of this is what happened and they were, they broke up immediately after this and this is all we got. Yeah. Or did they break? Yep. Yes. Well, yes. Was it immediately after? Oh yeah. They stopped in 92. Okay. And then they'd sporadically get back together throughout the, the nineties and mm-hmm. early, early two thousands, probably even, I think I read as recently as 2015, maybe. Really? Holy shit. Uh, it's super. No, I mean, no. If they, if they're getting like, if they can still tour and they're getting these show offers, I agree. Don't yep. ever record anything. Oh else. yeah. What for? Nobody we cares about nobody. fucking ride this. Also the windows, the windows closed. The windows closed. You got like, we're nobody's wanting a 2022 laws album. <laughs> I, th- I think there's probably a lot of people. They don't this, count. We're not uh, talking about them right now. We're talking about the fucking psychos who like the old shit. Cause yeah, this album is uh, like for me lives in infamy, but most people, you know, it's like, Oh, I'm I, this is gonna be on rotation for a, a while. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And that's the thing. Like, I might even, I even discuss every song. And it's like, I know you feel very samey about all of them, but shit, like, Again, like Freedom Song is comes out of fucking nowhere, and then you get a bunch of like a lot of dive dive bar hard rock stuff like Failure, mm, and I, one song that I kind of probably my favorite song on the album, uh, Look at, Looking Glass. Looking Glass is an epic. Yeah, no, and a, and an album full of two minute songs, you get fucking seven eight minutes. How long is it? Yeah, it's about seven minutes, and um, yeah, no, it's almost eight. Yeah, oh shit, eight minutes. Yeah. It's a full-on ballad. Oh, God damn it. It's, Unlike anything else on the album. Yes, it is. Uh, a lot of times we talk about, you know, these long songs where it's just like, didn't need to be that long. But, uh, you know, this song earns every second. It does. Like, it, it takes, like, it spends a lot of time with just an acoustic guitar and vocals. Like, it, it's setting you up. And then when they start, everything starts coming together and then it starts speeding up like crazy mm. toward the end. It's fucking deep as shit. And uh, yeah, it, it's not common at all for a super long song on an album full of short songs to yeah. not feel like a long song. Like they always feel weirdly long. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first thing that comes to mind is is uh, Terraform from Shellac, which is like they open the album with a 12 minute song and every other song is like two minutes. Oh, yeah. And it feels wonky. Like I like the album, but it feels mm-hmm. uneven. This it's like, oh, yeah, you you should end it with this. This is great. This is great. Um, I don't know. You you talk. You talk. Yeah, yeah. So um, speaking of yeah, where I don't know where where this comes out. What what was uh, what's the episode before this? For before the, this was, we just did Porcupine Tree. If you guys aren't tired of twelve minute songs yet, oh yeah, oh damn, yeah. um, yeah. I just I guess it goes by quick you know i never felt like jesus christ put me out of my misery 35 minutes short as fuck yeah i even you know was interested enough to check out the 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 different things and like i said uh 
Mike Hedges version of Way Out. That Way Out is one of my Let favorite me, fucking you, songs of You know what? Because this is a short episode. Yeah. I'm going to play that, the Mike Hedges version. Go ahead. Because um, it's, so, it's so different from the version on the album. I love pretty much every version of the song. <laughs> I love this shit so fucking I love this song. <laughs> that sounds, you know, like that. That little, like, echoey yeah. production. It's, very, it's a lot of chorus on it. Yeah. Vocals and guitar. That's fucking, those are brilliant progressions. The way it switches to this type of riff after that kind of angelic, finger plucky stuff. There's a, uh, I haven't used this word in a while on the podcast. There's like an ethereal element with that, uh, with that version that I, I dig. Yeah. There's a lot of chorus on, on, on everything. And, uh, but even with the, the album version, uh, which in my opinion, if that version feels a lot more like Southern rock, mm-hmm. it was a lot heavier in that, in that sense. But that, that guy guitar, I don't know if it's chicken picking or not, but it's, it sounds like it. A lot of, it's a lot of arpeggios, very fast. It's, it, it kind of reminds me of a lot of stuff that Baroness does. You know, oh, yeah, way, yeah. Where there's always <laughs> this weird, crazy chicken picking thing going on in the background while there's still a vocal line. Yeah. On top. I love that shit. Cause like, that's, that kind of stuff creates uh re-listen value. Cause mm. like on first listen, you're listening to whatever is the most in front. And then on repeat listens, you're like, wait a minute, I wasn't paying attention to this. So you could just focus on a completely different instrument yeah. for the whole time. So and I, that's how you open up. That's how you open up songs. In a world of uh, third eye blinds and wallflowers, who I guess came after this, but you know, in a, oh, I haven't heard of, I haven't heard about the wallflowers, wallflowers, and Jesus Christ. In a world of those guys, I guess there is like no reason to do that. But you know, here, here they are. Opening up the 90s with a 60s, 70s throwback. I love it. I'm so glad. I mean, and it became has one no- of the most 90s songs ever. What a fucking. It is strange. Uh, and, and it it really. Do you like IOU? Of course. She like all the songs. Well, IOU is my is. If it wasn't for there, she goes to be my least favorite. Okay. Uh, it's fine. Um, it's weaker than the others, but I still like it. That one has a. That's probably the most 60s influence. I feel mm. like on that song. Um, but the. Yeah, when when I see 1990 on this album, there's like there's nothing 1990 about this. No, like no. it feels like if it just got delayed. That's and it technically was, but it was because of production reasons. So mm-hmm. uh, these, this is not like I, I'm almost conflicted. Like I I always feel like when I hear when I hear of albums like this, like oh it should have been like oh recorded in '84 and then but it was finally released in '90. Yeah, yeah. It's totally that. It's totally that. It's not exactly that, but it's basically that. You know what? Um, you know what would probably be good would be like a a mini series about the the chaos of this band. Oh, you mean like a Wu Tang? Yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. One show like a dramatization. Dr- yeah, I would watch a dramatization of like the recording of this album. Oh, but I hope they were maniacs about it. I hope they there's, were fucking like Gordon Ramsay all over the place. There's no way you aren't with the with that turnover of 
band members and producers. You could do it politely. <laughs> I don't know. Like I imagine like a yeah. fucking heavy scout sax. Yeah. Like, hey, what the f-? yeah. And you uh, know, if they did do it politely, that's why I'm saying I want a, a TV, a fictionalized, you know, uh, like, yeah, yeah. Made up version. If they did do it politely, dude, man, it'd be so much <laughs> funnier if they were polite about it. Yeah. Like, I'm so sorry. All, you're just not right. For the all job. 20 members get together like a, a family reunion yeah. and they all really like each other a lot. And Jesus Christ. That's definitely not what happened. <laughs> the more than more I talk about like these guys are <laughs> fucking assholes. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I like it a lot. Oh God man. Damn. I still feel like I'm like hallucinating that. Oh, I'm just gonna. There's this is the thing. On first listen, I was like, "Oh, this is so unquestionably great." I'm just gonna tell everybody to listen to this album. That's yeah. how much I fucking like. Oh, who wouldn't like this album? I can't believe you don't like this album. Yeah, I actually usually I take notes on my first listen, but the first listen I was like, "Oh, oh, brother." Um, <laughs> and then on second and third, I took my notes, and I was just like, "Oh, man." Uh, see notes on first listen all pleasure the rest all, pl- all yeah. pleasure the rest yeah. of the way. <laughs> <laughs> holy shit yeah it's just ultimately too too much nostalgia for me i guess it didn't feel nostalgic it felt like what i always beg for with bands mm. like they take a style and they, now we're going to write our own songs with it. we're going to twist it and make it a little bit more of us instead you, of that genre you know what i should have done but the podcast now suffers. I should have read after I like formed my own opinions. I should have gone and like read reviews to try to like see like what uh, or hear what like other people hear. Oh, right, right. Because, uh, yeah, there's like five stars, 10 out of 10. Not even 10. like yeah. retroactively, like when it was, when it was re- released. That's that's unusual to me that it was that well received when it released because yeah. it, it definitely was a sore thumb. Nothing else sounded like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I can see it too. Like in the, you know, coming out of the eighties, you got all these like synths and it's fucking like hair metals popping off and yeah. then like drop this in the middle of all that. Yeah. It's, it's highly unusual. And to think that, like Soundgarden was already putting out albums in this time period. Yes. Like, that's, un- that's unusual. Heavy metal existed. When- Dude, death metal was emerging. <laughs> death metal was emerging. Black metal in like a couple years. Like, or actually, black metal was already kind of starting up a little bit yeah. in Norway. Uh, but rap, yeah. rap existed. <laughs> Dude, the scary rap. <laughs> and then this. This is fucking. Oh, there she it's fucking cute dude. you know it's funny looking at the cover it passes for a 90s cover and a 60s cover like it does yeah. 60s because of the eye makeup 90s because it's an eyeball yeah 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 i mean it's very uh disco volante you know mr bungle kind of, oh yeah, yeah yeah except a little bit less weird uh which means i like because i'm obsessed with eyeballs and i love eyes oh man yeah that's another reason the album album got you that was a coincidence that was yeah. a coincidence <laughs> i was like oh this is a cool album cover i better fucking like it. yeah 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 uh, but I hope you enjoyed that, everybody. That was, that was <laughs> everything about. I've just been like throw nothing but curveballs with my journey with this band to Mike's opinion with this band. I am I'm dizzy. Oh yeah, you almost watched mom and dad get divorced right now, dude. That's dude. fucking. This this is the ultimate form of the world gaslighting you. <laughs> Imagine they're actually just like shitty. Like, fuck Alex. 
Great album. Uh, yeah. But it is a great album. I, I'm not lying. I love they it. They don't actually exist. There's some real. sort of like fever dream exactly. the world the has. The Laws? So. What the fuck is called The Laws? Bad, bad name, though. Bad, bad name. I think because it... I think I saw something stupid because it like sound sounded or was close to like the lads. Mm-hmm. The lads. The lo- oh, oh, that's lods. why. That's why. The lads. Lads. Yeah. Lod. Oh, lod. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> that was awful. That's more uh, Scottish. Uh, that's why they did it too. Cause. Oh, because you think it's the lad. Oh, with that accent, you think it's it, the lads, uh, but it's the lads. Uh, In America, it, you don't get that mixed that up. Is, but yeah, yeah. It's just a stupid name to us fucking Yankees. Uh, yes. But it's, uh, it's a little wordplay. All right. That's, that's cute. That's cute. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, we got number, We already fought. We already did all the band history. We did every song for the most part. And, yeah, there's, there's so much, like, I, can, I can't even, like, keep track of all the fucking this happened and this band started because they're you know maybe bands will get around to but for the most part nothing not a lot of spinoffs or there are a lot of spinoffs but i don't think they were very like successful yeah they existed purely in like the underground so i mean some of these bands have their own wikipedias so they're yeah i want to big enough because what what the fuck else did Lee do? Um, He's had to have. Oh, yeah. A mom, yeah, I think I saw maybe he did something with the the damn drummer. Rat Scabies? Yeah. Oh, that guy's a fucking scumbag. <laughs> Holy well, shit. I'm starting to think Evers might be. Uh, Man, he looks really, really like an alcoholic. I, Lee, that, Lee. that wouldn't surprise me. Either. His eyes are so red. He's so for sure an abusive yeah. alcoholic. Maybe I'm probably just slandering him. You gave him enough. Oh yeah, that's not a flattering Wikipedia picture. Someone, someone, give this man a better, better Wikipedia. Sometimes there isn't one, dude. You wouldn't believe how long I searched to find flattering photos of Cedric and Omar from Mars Volta. <laughs> Those motherfuckers are not pretty. <laughs> I don't know. I think I could have found some. I found a couple, but it took a while. So John Power formed a band called cast okay that's the one i, I and they read. have four studio albums uh there's another band called the onset lee's other one was called wait nukeon nukeon yeah i don't even know what the fuck and there's nothing on them there's and it was a, it was before it was before the laws there's another band called the sand band huh God, there's there's so many. Where's the but none with none with the main songwriter. Like, all I want to hear uh, is more shit that he's written and curious about like, what he did later. But it looks like he just yeah. succumbed to alcoholism. Maybe, as far as we know, maybe I'm trying to find the part where I read about Rat Scabies. What an what a name. Oh yeah, he yeah he's uh we haven't done the damned yet, but they are on the list. Uh, Rat Scabies I think started releasing albums under the damned name, and it led to a lot of drama. And let's a lot of bad records, I believe. Uh, but I think they, re- they reunited with him so recently. Uh, in 96, Mavers began recording at the Arc Studio in Quay, London, owned by ex-damn drummer Ratscapes. That's what, it, that's what it was. Wait, Quay? Spell that. K-E-W? Oh, oh, you mean Q? No, K. K-E-W? Yeah. Q. No, that's, that spells Q. K-E-W? Yeah, Q. Q? Yeah. Okay, yeah. You said Q. Sorry. Yeah. 
because queer is a, a slur against gay people. Oh, like, shit, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure because uh, there's a, a band called Queer with David Yao and two other guys, two gay guys, I believe, uh, three-piece, and I think it's just vocals, guitar, and drums or something like that. Uh, I don't know if they're still together, but I, I hadn't heard them in a long time. But if David Yao is there, you know they're fucking wild. Yes, yes. Uh, but we just can't stop talking about David Yao. We like him. We he, like the music that he does, even though he's does he swallows microphones. He doesn't sing. Yeah, he's our he's our new Ornette Coleman. We talked about Ornette Coleman a lot on earlier episodes. Way less skilled. <laughs> David Yao doesn't do anything but mumble into microphones and get drunk and pull his dick out, really. I don't know. Ornette Coleman fucking... His motto was, uh, no one solos in the band, everyone solos. All right, I disagree entirely. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hippie. I don't know, no, he's not a hippie, but he might as well be a hippie. He might have done like heroin or something. That's like the jazz musician's drug it choice is. for some reason. I don't know why. It's so weird. That's a neat, that is true. <laughs> Cocaine is the, the 80s. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was just the 80s drug of choice in general. 90s heroin, you know. Maybe. Grunge heroin. Yeah. A lot of heroin. Anyway, thank you all so much for listening and watching. Scott, I hope you enjoyed this, you son of a bitch. Yeah. You, you made us fight. I hope you like that. Uh, but goddamn, I enjoyed it. And uh, <clears throat> yeah, he has more requests that we're going to get to. I, I don't know when, but actually, you know what? One of them, one of the bands requested, I'm not going to say which half because I've got the name of the band, but other half because I don't want to give it away. One of his requests was also requested by another patron. Which is oh, so we should probably fast line that. First time in our history that two patrons wanted the same thing, and I'm very excited to do that. And for anything like this, Ben, I like him a lot. Damn, I hope unless it's the Who or the Beatles, I hope I. It's not the Who, damn it! It's very Who, Who, Who esque. Uh, who are you? Who, uh, who, what's who, the what's who. the song they use for fucking CSI? Yeah. Oh, um. Uh, <laughs> fucking brain fart see my excuse is that i don't like them your mm. excuse is that you forgot you know you know it's funny i didn't realize on the on who are you he actually says who the fuck are you that's right i remember that it's i do remember so that. jarring it is not common for a band of that era to be throwing f-bombs <laughs> no and he does it so casually too <laughs> what we're what we're saying fucked up like lyrics in older songs that this get thrown out in that fucking uh in that rolling stone song that was nice soul singers this go rape murder <laughs> is this a shadow what uh not as not as bad as that but uh what was the song fucking uh thin lizzie Thunder oh, and Thunder and Lightning was that the song? Oh yeah, I like Thunder and Lightning. God damn, I'm like, so excited! <laughs> yeah, man, I love the I love the simple rhyming in that. I love the way he pronounces "God damn." Yeah, it's, it's it extremely black you. the way he does it. Like it's so it's so passionate. God damn, it's almost a, a cot damn. Yeah, yeah, it's damn near Farouk from WWE. <laughs> damn. Uh, but yeah, thank you all so much for listening and watching. I hope you enjoyed that. I hope you go check out our other fucking similar bands of the era. I can't even call them post-punk or new wave. They're just, they're uh, an entity. Uh, 60s, 70s worship. That <laughs> You're wrong. You're simply wrong and all the comments will agree with me. You're just wrong. And if also, I find someone else that hates them as much as you or is as lukewarm as you, then then I'll have a conversation. But for now. Also, yeah, in the comment section, don't direct it at us. But like if you hate them or love them. 
Yeah, just, just, just simply state your opinion and, and never say a bad word uh, about anybody. to us, yes. That's what the internet does. They like listening. Yeah, share your, share your feelings. Bring it on, give a fuck. Uh, take it. I'll take it. Uh, uh, but yeah, thanks for listening and watching. Subscribe, all that bullshit. Like if you like us. Don't if you don't. Uh, you can follow us on uh, all the places. Uh, what is it? What am I talking about? I gave, I did my plugs out of order, so I'm just gonna. You didn't even plug it. in the beginning. You I were so yeah. We jumped into it. It's okay, baby. Yeah. It's okay, baby. Pander monkey. All right, all social media and Twitch. You can follow Alex at Mother Puncture on Instagram. Hell yes, patreoncom slash every album. I almost said a different podcast name because I've heard them say it so much that would have been bad. Plugging a different podcast in our podcast would have been an accident. Every album ever. patreoncom slash every album ever. Bonus episodes, early access, certain episodes, discounts off merch. Of course, you get to jump the line like Scott did. Tier two, you get to request fast track. Was it, it was a fast pass, essentially. Fast pass. You don't so like have, you don't like waiting in line, Seth Amusement Park? By the The difference between us and amusement parks, though, is that even if you wait in the long line, you'll get on the ride. We have requests from like two years ago oh, that yeah. we have not gotten to because uh, <laughs> rocket from the crib. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I fucking forgot. <laughs> we'll get to it sometime, <laughs> or you can pay us. It's a it's a too many, but you can do that if you if you would like. Uh, you can find also find the full Laws album in the description. Uh, usually I play this, but this time one album. Who gives a fuck? We'll put the whole album. Uh, and I guess das about it and because alex loves this band so much I, i'm i'm handing it over to alex yes he, I, i'm <laughs> taking last song uh, i haven't thought about it i didn't think uh well you got like 12 12 songs i do got 12 songs i'm hoping hmm. this play there she goes i would i would rather punch myself in my own nuts but uh Hmm. This hard is harder time. than I thought. Hard times. Well, you can cross out. There she goes. I, I can't. IOU's not not fucking happening. Just fucking play the last song. No, that's that's eight minutes. I think that's eight minutes. All I hear is you don't want to hang out with me for another eight minutes. I'm so. mad at you. I, can't, yeah. I don't want to be able to see your fucking face for another yeah. minute, Alex. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to go for one that we didn't talk about, but I think is a, is what, what kind of turned me mm -hmm. when I was like, all right, I'm already nothing could turn me back from this album. That's a feeling. Okay. Hell yeah. So thank you so much for listening and watching. See ya.